This is a HeadGum Podcast. Um, earphone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Let's just do a Cloverfield episode. <laughs> do you remember the word earphones? <laughs> yes. That's not, you don't say that anymore? Cams. I, I guess not. Because earphones are an old technology, I thought. Now they're earbuds. Yeah, but what are earbuds? Earbuds. Earbud. <laughs> Broken dog. Most valuable primate. <laughs> Broken dog. You remember that movie Broken Dog Plays Basketball? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Rob Fee had a really funny stand-up bit about... uh, Oh, about Air Bud. Yeah, I remember that. It's it's funny. Um, Welcome to Dynamic Banter, everybody. This is where we go over all the news of J.J. Abrams and his smash hit... Clover Dying. Um, I was thinking about... Like, because I'm so tired, and also you're so tired, and um, you know, we're just in the middle of stuff, mm-hmm. and um, you know, not to brag, but I'm in the middle of a three day performance of a three full day long performance of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Has that started? <gasps> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, last night was. <laughs> The invited dress rehearsal for like family and friends. Yeah, and um, it was wonderful. Good. I had a great time. That's great. Alana came to see it and she loved it, and she gave me a lot of great notes. Nice. Be sexier, she said. <laughs> Take off your damn pants <laughs> in this scene where everyone else has their pants off. <laughs> You're the only one with pants on. I'm the only it's one with pants. Yeah. <laughs> you know how it is. Um. But yeah, it's been a it's been a lot, and uh, I don't know, man. It's been a lot, and so on my way over, I was thinking we're both tired. Mm-hmm. Um, what's a good what What would be a funny name for today's episode? Like dynamic, what? And I How got about, okay. Go ahead. Well, I got to a I got to dynamic pamper, <laughs> and we just have cucumbers on our eyes. Yeah, and we lay out on a. <laughs> on a Massage table. What if we did an episode where we're getting a massage the whole time <laughs> in this room, yeah. side by side? That's would, very funny. Would that ruin the massage? I don't think it's what you're. I don't think you're supposed to work during a massage. Well, it's not much. Like what we're doing is not really that much work. You would think. <laughs> like this portion of it. I think once you get to episode. Hmm, 15 out of 270 yeah <laughs> but it is like literally at the at, at the very like yeah just talk root, to your friend like this part of it oh my god is there is the guy who came to fix the door doing a pogo stick did he come on a pogo stick dude that's insane this guy's like it's a i mean those guys know how to walk we got a guy at the valley folk office where we record um, who is fixing our doors? We had a door situation. So fixing for all of you, <laughs> all of you creeps that were trying to come find us <laughs> and come on in, you really could have <laughs> until today because they're fixing the doors. Now they're all different. Now he's now replacing good luck them getting with in uh, here. bank vault doors. 
Well, <laughs> yeah, just about. But here's the thing. We're right next to like where he's working on like a side door and it's like it feels like there's a giant man in there yeah. stomping around. It feels like the floor is like we're in a wrestling ring. <laughs> yeah, it really does. And the floor is taking a bit of a dip. Yeah. Dip, if, it's, dip, dip. if we can feel it up here, I can only imagine what it must sound like for people under us. Dude, when we were doing that uh, wrestling Fred and Ed thing and like jostling oh, around yeah. and wrestling with each other. Oh, yeah. Have you guys seen that, by the way? Anyone listening to this? Oh, oh wait. Oh. Oh my god! You could tell. Just look at the la- look at my drink. <laughs> <laughs> look at my drink. <laughs> Zoom in on that, will you? Um. So anyway, I was thinking. Yeah, it's not much work to to record it. Like to record it, there's like a little bit of setup, but then once we're going, we just sit here and talk. Yeah, it's just talking. If you so like, let me ask you this, Mike, because you've gotten like a full body massage, right? Uh huh. Like a professional full body. Yeah, massage? I had to be talked into it, but once I was, it was very worth it. Okay, so I've never done one. It's I've very never great. done a full body massage. I don't mm. like the idea of a strange person rubbing the hell out of my body. See, that got me through most of my years. Is the a strange person? rubbing the hell out of your body the idea that someone might that's all i tried to do for the first 26 years of my life oh you just wanted someone that would rub your body a stranger <laughs> now you rub can phone, phone a stranger to come rub your body that's on this game probably show <laughs> i'd like to phone a stranger <laughs> dude i was thinking the other day about a game show like you know you know how it was who wants to be a millionaire that that started the whole like phone a friend yeah whatever thing. A lot of people don't know about all the till days and the the original title. No, certainly not. So many till days, <laughs> till day Swinton, <laughs> Christina Millionaire. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I was thinking about how funny it would be to do a modern game show where like you had you had those types of bonuses where like you could phone a friend or whatever. But it's like instead of phoning a friend, it's like phone an ex. Oh no! Like you have to like if you want the like if you want help, you have to call an ex. Yeah, and somebody you're not friendly. with. Yeah, somebody you're not friendly with. I mean, who knows? Maybe you are. But uh, but yeah, I think that's a funny idea because then it's like, what if you're like, all right, listen, Christine, I'm on a, I'm on a game show. Oh, I could you're on win. a game show. Yeah, I could win like ten thousand dollars right now could you help i'm sure you'll spread that around a lot and not keep it all for yourself get more collectibles this sucks i don't know what's the question steve (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'll totally help you you know what if you have a question for me i've got a couple questions for you (laughs) as soon as you're done with your question it's time for mine and then she starts to delve into the relationship and howie mandel goes okay that was (laughs) before you ask your question i'm gonna be questioning why i ever dated (laughs) quietly (laughs) so you can go on a game show but you can't take out the goddamn garbage (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know i get it i get it. i i understand that what you're doing is you're trying to like be more exciting you're trying to do new things now but, but I, yeah it doesn't work it, it didn't work then and it won't work now um so anyway i was thinking of dynamic pamper oh uh, that's good so you tell me you've had a full body massage yeah body Dude, I, massage <laughs> On our honeymoon, it was at like a resort in Mexico, 
and uh, we went. There was a whole. Holy shit. It was a whole. (laughs) Dude, turn on this microphone. (laughs) I just asked him to come in. (laughs) Uh, It was a whole, like, they had you walk through this beautiful maze and everything relaxed you. Like, they had you walk on hot rocks. Does it smell nice? To relax your feet. Everything smells nice. You walk on hot rocks. You walk on hot, smooth rocks. Like, uh, remember how the nerds, when you were little, had like a rock tumbler? And then after like 48 hours, you'd have like oh, a yeah. beautiful rock. Yeah. Like walking on warmed ones of those, right? And then uh, uh, what mm. else? We, you got in this pool. There was a pool that mm-hmm. was extremely cold and then a pool that was like lukewarm and then a pool that was real hot. And then all these jets, there's like crazy fucking fire engine jets that were just on one specific square inch of your back. Well, did that feel good? Everything felt amazing. And then it ended with a stranger. Okay. Meeting so that's like, the part you were. Like that's the part that was uncomfortable. I was like, "It's gonna be weird," and then I did it, and I legit felt like I was high as shit afterwards. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it so was, was awesome. it? Was there initial um, kind of like? Were you initially like? How long did it take for you to to get into it? Who wants a body massage? <laughs> <laughs> Who? What is that front? Was that Grimace? Who wants the bottom of the side? <laughs> what is that? You don't remember the the GI Joe PSAs from like way yes, back in the absolutely. day? Absolutely. Yeah. Those are like the first viral videos. Yeah, that's one of them. Well, man, check out that thing, man. What do you want to do with it? Let's launch over it. Oh. Who wants the bottom of the side? <laughs> bottom of the side. Bottom massage. Is the bottom massage machine gone? Who wants a bottom massage? So let me ask you this question. Uh huh. Would you be all? Would you? Would it? Would it ruin the massage to like talk to your friend the whole time? Um. Do you like to do it? Was it nicer in silence? I think it's just a different experience. I think it is nicer because you're supposed to kind of talk to him and be like, no, no, yes. Let's do it. Let's do let's do an episode called Dynamic Pamper. That's gonna be the most expensive episode. <laughs> Unless we can get some kind of person just... who thinks it's worth it. Like we could put you in front of Yeah, I mean we could if we had like we I'm sure we can dig into our friendship circle and find a massage therapist. We could just have friends touch us. Yeah. Yeah. Lee gives unsolicited massages all the time. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna feel something enter us if we have <laughs> yeah. friends do that. And that's not the point of it. <laughs> oh. Who wants a body massage? Who wants a body massage? So I anyway. W- I'd love Delman to give me a full body massage <laughs> with those hands. There's, oh, yeah. He has the biggest hand. He has Andre the Giant hands yeah. if they were on just a regular guy. Those body. are dough-kneading hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are bread-maker hands. I think the bread, it, it doesn't even need any yeast. It just gets nervous, and it puffs up. At and, the very uh, yeast. <laughs> It's the yeast he could do. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so then I went from dynamic pamper to dynamic diaper, uh-huh. <laughs> and then I thought, Mike, let's break into the family blog business. The uh-huh. like, the let's there's a there's a children's sub. 
culture section out there yeah. that we are like not reaching. Yeah, yeah. No kids listen to this, and no parents listen to this. One parent listened once. We lost him, and then we said "come" a bunch of times. What if we released an item called the dynamic diaper? <laughs> you can use it on your kids. I like that. I like that very much. Great, me too. Moving on. So, um, I'm sorry. I would like to talk about something. Okay, go for and it. I buddy. don't know if I could talk about it, so I got to talk quietly. Oh shit! Wait, really? There is. How do I talk about this without talking about it? Oh wow! It's one of those things. It's like a YouTube related thing. Oh, okay. Body massage. Body massage. Those things were so good. I love them. If you've them so never much. seen the G.I. Joe public service announcements, what would you call those? Because if you Google that, you'll just get the regular one. You just know, you just type in G.I. Joe PSA. But wasn't it like. I'm telling you. Well, let's, let me see. Let me see. Because they did real ones after yeah. every episode. It yeah. was like, don't play with sticks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sticks have bugs on them. <laughs> Watch out for bugs. <laughs> G.I. Joe. This is Sergeant Slaughter. Watch out for bugs. <laughs> bugs will get you. G.I. Joe. Watch out for maggots, maggot. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if you type in G.I. Joe PSAs, that's all that pops Good. up. Those are that's the rest of your day. Um Yeah. If you wanna if you if you wanna be sure, there's a the I think the company that made them or the person that made them was Fensler Films. Fensler? F-E-N-S-L-E-R-F-I-L-M-S. Femslersk. <laughs> Dude, you know what the great thing about um, viral videos and animation from that time period, like 1999 or whatever the fuck that was, uh -huh. is that everything had so much room tone because it was recorded <laughs> with the same microphone coming out of your computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The or like the remember that long stick. Yeah, that's exactly. That's what the I'm one you're thinking about. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that looked like a like a medical instrument mm -hmm. going in. It looked like uh, Bob Barker's microphone he held down here, <laughs> but it was like bent up. Why did he have that microphone? He loved that microphone. <laughs> he was the only person ever used that. I wanted to do like a fake like. Hollywood behind the the <laughs> like I don't know behind the curtain yeah. type thing. The guy who made the microphone. Yeah, I was gonna do one about Bob Barker, and I was gonna have like the microphone guy go That's like great. he wanted a, he wanted that microphone. It was very important that nothing was in front of his face or blocking his face or his chest. He wanted the microphone to be thinner than his tie. A lot of people don't know this about Bob Barker. He can't lift his hand above his belly button, <laughs> and he's still. <laughs> Imagine somebody recording that. Like, it's funny enough when the the cartoon does it, but somebody in their room by themselves. This is a good one too. Remember this? Yeah, that's the one I was doing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. Hey, what the fuck are you kids doing on my fucking lawn? And don't look at me when I'm fucking talking to you. Hey, what the fuck are you kids doing on my fucking lawn? And don't look at me when I'm fucking talking to you. Get that kid off my eyes, you little wankers. Alright. 
Give him the stick. No, give him the stick. You know my dad. That's one of my favorite ones because it's like the kids are just talking to him and then for no reason he just goes, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's what his mouth did. Yeah. And they were like, we don't know. We don't know what to do. Yeah, this shit's real good, man. Uh, anyway, okay, so what do you want to talk about, man? What is this YouTube I honestly shit? don't know if I could talk about that. Wow, but really? Every once in a while, I'll get a call from somebody at a video sharing website. <laughs> and they'll be like, you've been on here for a real long time, and we want to see if we could help you out. I'm going to I'm gonna say a couple things, and I think at the end, this will be good for anyone who wants to be a creative okay, great. professional. Great. I've been on YouTube for 1,000 years. <laughs> You're the Rip Van Today. Winkle of YouTube. I'm the Benjamin Battens. But I'm getting as of older. today. This is the 1,000th day you've been <laughs> Thank on YouTube. Thank you so much. Congratulations. I didn't expect this kind of a celebration. Um, but, uh, I got at my most, I got like 170,000 subscribers. Right. And I lose roughly 450 every 30 days for the past like year. And that's for a bunch of different reasons. People like I probably a lot of the source fed people who subscribe to everyone are dropping off people who watched me for music a thousand years ago probably dropping off a lot yeah. of people probably died at this point <laughs> <laughs> and when you die a lot of dead the people. first thing your family does when you die is close all your social media they, accounts uh, well and they unsubscribe they well unsubscribe first they to unsubscribe <laughs> to all of the youtube channels they were subscribed to and then they close it down one by one what um, if there was a service that like called you up and they were like hi this um we heard about the passing of your son uh, we just wanted to send our condolences, and we're very sorry about that. Um, we have a service, and what <laughs> we do is is um, yeah. your son uh, subscribed. Still, still very new. Yeah, I'm sorry. Again, um, I just wanted to send my condolences to you and your family, and I know this is a difficult time. Um, your son, um, <laughs> Stegas... Stegas, Stegafartis? Stegafartis 69. Stegafartis 69. On YouTube, of course. Um, he was subscribed to a lot of YouTube channels uh, on his YouTube account. He now, loved him uh, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Faking everything. Yeah. <laughs> so um, what we do is is we can we can go through... <laughs> and manually unsubscribe from every YouTube account your son was subscribed yes, to. Yes, please do. We that. can do that for you. <laughs> please, please do that. It's so important to the kid's mother that yeah. everyone <laughs> yeah, loses subscribers. Yes, please, please do it. <laughs> please do it. Um, but I we don't want say... those creators to think that your son is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, so they hit me up every once in a while and they're like, Hey man, let's, you know, let's help you get back on the right track because I'm also not like you guys not doing something that's super jives super well with the way that YouTube is now and the mm -hmm. algorithm and whatever, mm -hmm. just doing creative, funny things is not necessarily like the thing, No, but it's what makes us very happy and what yes. makes the people who get it very happy yes so 
every uh, like uh, network that I've ever been with or whatever, they're like, no, you should do this or you should pivot and do this. The last one, yeah, I had some right before I yeah. uh, s- said that me and Zoya should have a prank channel and that'll oh, that'll oh, save my channel. Man. And I said, well, that's never going to happen, and we can't work together anymore. And goodbye because you don't understand understand what yeah what this is so this sounds I, like a familiar uh, mcn to this me. is not this is <laughs> <laughs> you and zoya need to put out 12 videos a day of you pranking each other <laughs> and almost getting arrested in public to save the channel would love that and the bottom line is this i love doing this and you love doing this. Yeah. And if I didn't love doing this, I would have stopped a long time ago. But in Absolutely. order to keep doing it and to entertain the people who come back every day, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, of course. And that's not necessarily conducive to like massive growth or or whatever. Once in a while something hits and that's great. But for the most part, you have to like it's just different from what it was. It was like a community and it was this cool thing, this avant-garde thing where people are like trying stuff and climbing the ranks by being creative and shit like yeah. that. And now there's like a formula and it's a factory and this conglomerate bought this community and now it's just way different. Yeah. It was a little town and now it's a world and there's no whatever. Yeah. But I still love doing it and there's still a group of people who we go out and we meet and it's fucking awesome to meet these people. And they enjoy it very much, but it's a it's a pairing off of what it used to be. Sure, so yeah, th- and that's a jackhammer. Yeah, <laughs> in an office. So once in a while, this has happened three times. Yeah, they will call me up and they they will say we're going to give you a partner and somebody with their feet on the ground here in the building, and we're gonna um that's incredibly distracting. Mm-hmm. And and you we're guys gonna... can't really hear it, but there is literally a jackhammer going off in this <laughs> office, <laughs> which I didn't think you could use on linoleum floor. Yeah, yeah. Um, Breaking so, a lot of code. So they're like, it's getting louder. So they're like, well, you we're might be able do... to hear it now. <laughs> <laughs> what we're gonna do is we're gonna analyze. We spent an hour going over all my analytics, and they say, okay, we're gonna jostle this information around in our heads. And then we're going to come up with a plan. We'll tell the computer exactly what they can do with a lifetime supply of chocolate. (laughs) And then then we'll come up with a plan. And I'm going to text you back in a a week or so. And we're going to go over the plan. That's happened three times. Yeah. And every time they go like, you should do prank videos. No, no, no. They just (laughs) don't say anything. Oh, they don't don't contact you back. Oh, you're you're an artist and you're a comedian. Yeah. So what you're doing is being an artist and a comedian. Well, that doesn't really work. So they just stop talking to me. And then, like clockwork, four months down the line, somebody will call me up and be like, hey, how would you like a a partner here? Yeah. And it's fine that they reach out, and I think it's adorable that they reach out. Yeah. But I'm going to tell them this today. And I just want to say, like, uh, I don't know how you become rich on this website anymore. I don't know how you get a million views. No one knows. But I do know that I'm lucky enough I can go all over the country and people show up to these shows. And that's fucking awesome. We could do a dynamic banter and people show up to these shows. And that's awesome. And you don't need, if you're creating something and you're bummed out that a million people aren't watching your things, if you're making exactly what you want and 30 people watch, just cherish those 30 people. And that's fucking awesome. And yeah. I know it's it's kind of become a very cliche thing, but take it from somebody who's been on here forever. It's uh, there's either you can make yourself miserable, mm-hmm. or you could do, you could be happy, 
and just try to subsidize in other areas. Yeah, and I think now you can't really like um, the struggling artist thing. It's like it's almost like we don't live in a in a world that that uh, supports that idea anymore. I don't, I disagree because there's things like Patreon and Patreon well, sure, is literally sure. like this giant tip jar that people could see what you're doing on the side of the road and be like, I would like to help that person. Eat. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, obviously there are things that help for sure. But if you're, if you're starting from scratch and you didn't have a massive platform to, to skyrocket you into certain things, or if you weren't on a Barats and Beretta type thing where you were doing sketches on the internet before other people were, or, you were one of very few that were doing sketches on the internet and you built up an audience from like way back when YouTube was in its infancy. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, I mean, you, you, if if you're not one of those people, then it's like nearly impossible to like do wh- what kind of what we're doing on the internet. I now. just think it's nearly impossible for people who don't grasp the slow burn aspect of it because it's like you... There's this formula that can make you kind of look like a Casey Neistat or all these other people who do this very formulaic way of creating things. And that's fine if that works for them. But it's like if you do whatever you want and you're coming up with a unique thing that you know you could do like a thousand. Like the Mike in the morning thing is not for everyone. But I've never loved doing anything by myself more. I yeah. think it's the most me thing that I've ever done, and yeah. I'm very proud of every single. And you're very good at it. Thank you very much. And it's, I think, if you look at what the show is, it's just the culmination. Like I wrote that little song, so there's the music part. There's the three questions part, which is that whole section of my YouTube career where I just gave advice to people or mm-hmm. whatever. And everything, it's like the stand-up comedy thing came from playing music for 15 years and talking to people in between the songs. So it's that whole evolution of your voice. And it's like, like I get people hitting me up about trying to become a stand-up comedian now. And they're like, how do you go to five open mics a week and have a job during the day and like stay awake for everything? And I'm like, that's it. That's the struggle. And that's incredibly hard and incredibly difficult. And it puts a strain on your life and relationships. Yeah. And most people quit and that's okay because it's not for everybody. Right. You know, and it's the same thing with this. It's like, I'm doing exactly what I want. You guys are doing exactly what you want Mm -hmm. and you'll get like little dedicated people along the way, Mm -hmm. but it's not going to be everybody all at once. Right. And yeah, it's just very hard to, um, it's always hard, and yeah. that's it's not a bad thing, but it's it's always hard, and it's it's just funny to me when somebody hits me up and is like, "Well, let's fix it for you." <laughs> I just I feel like I feel like I I lately I've been kind of like, you know, s- sad and and um, I see a lot of my friends who are like incredible artists struggling and um, trying to to survive just enough to like stay in L.A. like. There's a lot of people that are just like going home. Bye. I can't uh-huh. live in LA anymore. Um, gonna go live with my folks, or like gonna try to start a new somewhere else, or something like that. And these are like incredibly talented people that I respect and think have what it takes to make it in the industry. But I think that there's like there's a part of 
this this particular part of the industry. There's like a, a subsection of the of this particular part of this industry where a lot of us, and, and I'm talking about kind of like our immediate kind of group of coworkers and friends and things like that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of us were given this kind of opportunity with with SourceFed to kind of like grow our audiences and kind of like give give that a shot and and a lot of those people were given a chance to kind of like have a larger platform to show off what they're capable of and who they are and mm-hmm. and give that a shot and i feel like most everybody who participated in it, in that was uh creative in in uh in their own ways for sure and definitely could find their own audiences based off of that but um what I find now with a lot of people that are now like years out of SourceFed or like a year out of SourceFed or, you know, or even like people who were on a show that like worked out for a little while. But now, I mean, I know so many people that were like in on the discovery stuff on the discovery side way back in the day who are like very talented people who are just kind of like the punk and junkin folks. Yeah, exactly. Who are just basically like on Facebook going like, if you have any leads on hosting jobs uh-huh. or if you have any leads on writing jobs please help yeah and um it's it's just like there's too many of those people in my life and i and i i feel like th- there's this thing that i've been kind of trying to preach in my friend group about um the backup plan essentially which is um which is kind of like you know if you've I feel like it's like, you know, follow your dreams, work on the things that you want to work on, be true to your art, be true to what you want to make. I I will always stand by that sentiment. But if it's like been 10 years and you've been doing that Mm. and you're doing it to the best of your abilities and like nothing's happening, nothing's catching, you got to like consider other options. That's a really, you said you glazed over a really really important thing it's to the best of, of your, your abilities, abilities yeah it's so hard to be the kind of self-aware that you need to be to not kid yourself about what your best oh sure is. yeah that's the, and, and you're right and it's a bit and and i would say 75 percent of the people in my life who i feel this, this way is not about. even about like people in our circle this is every creative I, yeah, yeah 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 i i i'm using the example of people in my life because uh-huh. like there are just too many people in my life who i find are very creative amazing people oh i gotta sneeze kind of <laughs> what if that guy said quiet <laughs> you were just gonna say that what if he came in and said, hey guys can you keep it down hey what the fuck? What was that loud sound? <laughs> it shook um, the floor. <laughs> there are too many people in my life <laughs> shaking the floor over here. There are too many people in my life who, um, yeah, I mean, it's their own hangups for sure. Definitely, like seventy five percent of of these people that I'm that I'm speaking of are like maybe going about these things in like maybe a wrong in. Well, the wrong way is the is maybe not the right thing to say, but and it's not on purpose. Maybe they just no, don't know what it is. Sure, or they have like their own kind of like insecurities or their own uh, neurological hangups or mm-hmm. mental hangups and things like that. Sure, but it's like there are a lot of people in my life who, um, 
I mean, and look, even myself, like I'm not particularly like in a spot as a 36 year old man where I'm like completely fulfilled with my life and and feel like I've done everything I need to do. And I'm on like, you know, I'm on a, I'm on a path that seems like the most likely the, the most likely to gain success like at this point now after SourceFed ended but it's like still terrifying and it's unknown Always. and like and you do everything you fucking can to to get through it and you try to f you learn from your mistakes in the past and you correct those things and then you move forward and you make big changes in your life and you, none of those things are possible unless you make the mistakes and the changes and you reflect on why you've been doing something for so long and nothing's changing. Yeah. You fucking have to look through that book of yeah. like, what have I been doing? What can I do differently? Absolutely. You, if you become, do all the work you can to become a dependable person and never let yourself down, then no one can let you down if you if promise to never let yourself down and never kid yourself about what your best is. I've done that my whole life until like the past 10-ish years I, i've always like in school i would tell you know i'd get these horrible grades and then i would come home and be like mom i'm doing my best she was like no you're not but i thought that yeah. i was and i thought that sure. i just didn't get it and whatever but then i could look back and be like you know like even with stand-up when i first started i would have a terrible experience at an open mic and then not go back for a month and then zoya would be like oh we moved three thousand miles away from our family for you not to do stand-up and then like you get these or, or then getting sick and you get these little wake-up calls where, like, we're not here forever. Why would you not give your all? I'll give you a perfect example. All I want to do is a zoom, zoom, and a boom, boom. And shake your butt. And shake my butt. And I've worked hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I want to be a regular at all these stand-up clubs. Regular is when you're paid to come in every night of the week and do at least 15 minutes. And you get as many spots as possible. And then on the weekends, you go out and you make all your money. And then you come back and you work on your material during the week. Right? And for you, I feel like that's an incredibly doable thing. I really appreciate you saying that, but it's also an incredibly politics-driven, mm. fraternity-driven, yep. uh, boys' club-type yep. situation. Which are the other things they don't? They kind of gloss over when, like, no one tells you. Yeah, no one tells you that. So, I this is a perfect example of like not kidding yourself to do do your best. I do all the YouTube stuff, then I do this stuff, then I do the stuff with Zoya. And then that uh, and and hosting things and what the source fed thing was and then different acting things. And that's all during the day. And then every night I have a calendar and I'm trying to do the Jerry Seinfeld thing where you make a mark every day. You did something comedy related and you just don't let a day go by without a mark. And as long as you're I've always believed that as long as you're working really hard something will happen and little things you meet somebody here and then an opportunity arises from that person you met within a two second span later on down the road. And it's to the point where like, if I'm not, if I don't have a show or if I'm not doing an open mic, I have weaseled my way into taking pictures for all these other independent shows. And like, I take pictures at the improv and I'm like just in the clubs every night, even if I don't have a show and I'm fucking 34 now. And I have a wife who I love very much. Who you'd love to just spend all of your time with. All of my time. Cause she's fucking awesome. And, uh, and sick now and uh and you want to take care of her and you want to be there for her yeah, yeah but you yeah. got shit to do and i come home like last night she was she had a migraine she was throwing up humble uh <laughs> and, humble uh, barf humble barf 
And uh, <laughs> and I come home at like, I, I text her. I'm like, I'm on my way home. It's like 11.30, 12 at night. I'm like, I stop at CVS at like 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. Get everything you need. Get everything she needs. She's already sleeping by the time I get home. She wakes up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Barfing. <laughs> and, Don't uh, front. And this is, dude, there's something, without the migraine thing, it's a different variation of that every night. When I was in Palm Springs, I had a dream one night, and that blew my mind, because I don't sleep deep enough to have a dream, Right. you know, because I'm always like, I I edit, or I'm always working, or I'm at the club until like late at night, and or then duck I wake club. up, I'm at duck club, shaking booty. <laughs> dancing, because you gotta. Dancing, and then dollar bills stuffed out in pants. That's what you're good at. And then... um. I wake up and the first thing I do to relax, dude, to relax, it used to be I'll play a half an hour of video games every morning just to relax. I get up and I have been taking photos and I edit those photos out on my deck to That's relax. That's nice. That's nice. That's my real work is my relaxation thing. That's nice. And I learned because you made creativity your part of your. It's like when you when you want to like become a muscle boy or you want to like. Chi- <laughs> it's the same thing. It as really becoming is. A muscle boy. If you want to become a muscle boy, <laughs> or you want to like get trim and fit and shit, you got to make it your life. You oh. have to wake up and fucking run. Yeah. And then have a super shitty breakfast yeah. of like a fucking protein milk. A raw chicken. Raw fucking chicken <laughs> breast. And then just one raw chicken breast and like one broccoli. And a and then, and then you gotta go work out at the gym. And then this is after your morning run. Then yeah. you gotta have <laughs> one more glass of warm milk, protein milk. Yeah. A hot milk. And then you go out and then you do your jog and then you go to the gym again at night and then you do it all over again. Yeah. And not everybody could do that. No. Because there's but a if different you do level. It, Dude, listen to the Joe Rogan podcast yeah. once in a while. All those people, all these Don't comedians. Don't yell at me about it. <laughs> all these comedians are all jacked now because it's a self-discipline. Thing. Yeah. If you're not do, if you're sitting at home and you want to be a creative professional and you didn't do anything creative that day, there's a breach in your life that you haven't built a bridge to get over. Yet. Yeah, or I mean and yeah, and and know that that breach or you know that wall or whatever it is, like, you know, I call it a breach. <laughs> Um, it, you know, whatever it is, it's, it's, you have to realize that, you know, the I'll start my diet tomorrow or I'll start writing tomorrow could be or dead. I'll do this tomorrow. Yeah. You could be dead for sure. Mm. But you got to realize that that, that just that thought of I'll start tomorrow and then tomorrow comes around and you'll start again tomorrow and it just keeps being another tomorrow and you haven't done your shit. Mm-hmm. Just know that. The reason why that's ha- there's there is a there is a reason why that's happening. There's a reason why you're saying that to yourself. There's a reason why you're like, "Uh, eh, I'll do it tomorrow." And it could be a million different reasons. Mm-hmm. One of them depression, one of them anxiety, one of them stress, being one of, of them something. being scared yeah, yeah, of yeah. something, <clears throat> insecure, whatever. Realize for sure that that lack of motivation in you to do something is something is only you can fix that. Mm-hmm. 
and 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 whether you're motivated by outside things as well, that's great. If something, if some life changing things ha- happen to you, and that becomes a point of motivation for you, then that's awesome. Yeah, whatever it ends up being, that's great. But this stagnant life that you could be living, or that I see some of my friends living, these talented fucking motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's something deeper in them that is causing them to not get out of bed and do it. Yeah. And it and it's extremely important to figure out what it is. Yeah. That's making you say, I will start tomorrow. It, there is definitely a reason. And it is important to find that and fix it. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God you can. Yeah, absolutely. I swear to fucking God Anyone you can. can. And it's not about waiting on something to be dropped on your doorstep. No, to be like, Oh, finally, this is the thing. Now I could use this. It's about you go out and you do everything until you find the thing that you want to do. Also, yeah. I just want to say before we get too far into it, yeah. that this has been. This has been. I just want to say that this one? has been. What was the other one you said? This might be. This might be. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you did. We could do the sponsors after this. But yeah. you did something this morning that I've never seen you do before, and yeah. you were like, "Dude, I uh, and I was putting out several fucking fires this morning, and you didn't know that. I didn't know that. And no. and you called me up, and you or texted me, and you were like, "Dude, I didn't sleep at all last night. Something's going on. I don't feel real good. Mm-hmm. Is there any way you could do the podcast? Like with if somebody I could get Elliot whatever? to do yeah, it yeah, yeah, or yeah. something? And yeah. first of all, I didn't want to do it with Elliot." <laughs> Of course not. No one does. (laughs) I wouldn't want to. And this was. (laughs) And so, and then you said, as I was typing the response to you, I'm like, listen, that's fine. I just want you to also know what I've been through for the past 24 hours. As I was typing that, you were like, fuck it. I'm going to suck it up and let's do even just a short one. And that's exactly like, I haven't seen you you do that in the past. I know you always want to, but I haven't seen you do that in the past. Yeah, I haven't done it. But I'll just straight up say, I can't do it. Can you, can I help you? What can I do? And it usually ends up with you finding someone to do it and making it happen like a good friend. But that's the type of shit. That's like, that's the next level shit is same thing when you're working out. Like you said before, it's when you feel like you can't do anymore or like I would do a hundred pushups a day, but I just like, I don't have the energy. I didn't sleep well last night. It's dropping down and doing as many push-ups as you can. Yeah, do fucking 15 instead of 100. Do one. Do something every day. Yeah. And make a, get, do that Jerry Seinfeld thing. Get a calendar. We all have calendars. You've yeah. seen them. Yeah. And uh, get <laughs> a marker. Some of them are in our phones. You've <laughs> And get a marker and draw on your phone every day. <laughs> make a mark on your calendar. Whenever you open it, it will match up, but it won't on anything else. But it'll be a reminder. Yeah, I do. And I, and I, and look, this isn't new shit. This none of this is like groundbreaking knowledge. No, but sometimes when you hear your friends say it, yeah, exactly. And not only that, another way to present this, which I don't hear quite often, is is if you're stuck in some kind of loop and you're feeling your life is bleak and you're struggling and you're stressed out and you're like, you just want to do this one thing and you just, you, you don't like where you are. Maybe where you live sucks or maybe your current job sucks or whatever. If you're living in this loop and you feel like every day is the same and this sucks, make some sort of small change, just a fucking tiny one, Mm -hmm. just some positive small change instead of 
drinking the fucking Coca-Cola to wake you up in the afternoon because the fucking morning sucks balls and you hate your mornings, get a tea. Drink a tea instead. Just, I'm telling you, just switching from Coca-Cola to tea will make you feel better. Little changes. Just a tiny baby steps. Let's say that you know what... I'm having a conversation with one of these people and they know exactly what they want to be. They know they want to be a comedian or do stuff on YouTube or whatever, even though don't choose that as your number one. life. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't. Not now. <laughs> figure out. There are things you could do every day to figure out every aspect of that job. Learn how to write jokes. Learn how to shoot video. Learn how to edit video. Learn how to work a camera. Learn how to take pictures so you could frame things. Learn how to see good pictures without just using the technology learn what makes up a good picture learn how to book learn why people book shows certain ways yeah learn how to if you want to do stand-up learn how to host you'll never get Mm -hmm. better experience than when you host Mm -hmm. there's a little thing you could do every day to learn about all the jobs what everyone does around the job that you want to do. And by the time you get there, you'll know a little bit about every aspect of that job. And And also, and also, (laughs) (laughs) and also to add to that, don't deny something that you're really good at that maybe isn't your priority. And this kind of, this kind of, don't deny something that you're good at. Uh huh. That maybe isn't a priority. Right. You gotta. You. you gotta. Yeah, I heard Gary Vanderchuk say something about that recently. Oh, really? He was like, people want to do what they're not good at. Like, why shouldn't we? It's like, ex- what is it? Accentuate the positives. Yeah. Sure. And uh, like, you're really good at this thing. Be great at that thing. Yeah. Like, keep working yeah. on what makes you good, rather than try to start this whole new. Yeah, we live in a culture, and it's not new, but we live in it. This current culture, this current pop culture, this whatever we're bathing in on on our Twitters and Instagrams, and whatever we're being broadcasted, what we're what's curating into our brains. Passive society. Um, We live in a in in a time where some fucking guy with a sideways cap can get a million followers. (laughs) And suddenly live this lifestyle that he's presenting to you on his Instagram that seems like his life is a dream. And I, I every that li- all that guy does is come. Yeah, all that guy gets to- <laughs> that guy gets to come in the most beautiful places. I want to come in the most beautiful places. And if that's what you want, learn everything about come. Imagine how good it would feel to come on that beach <laughs> where that motherfucker is definitely coming. Come on a black sand beach. Um, so and and it's like we live in this culture where we're inundated with imagery of people succeeding and enjoying their lives and chilling out. And it looks like even like when you watch stuff like the Valley Folk stuff, it looks like we're having a fucking great time. And it's like, wow, how the fuck can that be their lives if they're just joking around all day? And even for dynamic banter to be more, <laughs> to get closer to home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mike and I have a fucking blast when we sit here and do dynamic banter. But outside of that, there's just so fucking much. This is this podcast, the nickname for this podcast, this is the next t-shirt, should be called The Stable. <laughs> this is The yeah. Stable, and episodes like this, it shows you that you're watching the workhorses. 
Yeah, I mean that's the and thing. This is this, and we're eating oats. Yeah, we can't. It can't. This isn't automatic. No, it, like the, there is one aspect of it that just is is, but because that's just something we have. This is. But that's the thing. Like, it, that, and that brings it back not to go too fucking deep into this wormhole, but th- that's the point I'm trying to make. You can see people doing things and want to do it too, and that's fine. That's human nature. Yeah, and I see it. Mike sees it. We all get that. But not everybody is meant to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And not everybody is good at the same thing. Right. And if you want to be a comedian, but you're also like a fucking, like a like a badass car mechanic or something, yeah. then you got to work on both. Mm-hmm. Because one day, one of those may not work out. Yeah. And if it doesn't, then you're still going to be the badass mechanic or the badass comedian. You know, it's there, there's a reason why Harrison Ford, like people like Harrison Ford, who is a beloved household maker name, of the Ford car company. maker of the Ford card company <laughs> cards. There's a reason. There's a reason why, dude. Harrison Ford was a fucking carpenter when yeah. he got picked to be Han Solo in the 1977 Star Wars. A fucking carpenter. That dude was like. He had a backup plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was doing his backup plan. Yeah. And then he lucked into a cool role. All I'm saying is, is that. And then he got to save the president on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> just focus. Just don't deny what you're fucking good at. And if someone, if someone in your life is like, holy shit, you're a fucking really good artist. Yeah. But you don't want to be an artist. You want to do something else. Sure, that's fine. But don't deny the art because you never know what that could bring you. You just never Dude, know. Music brought me to comedy. Yes, and I exactly. had a million people being like, "Don't." When I wrote that song, and I was like, "This is it. This is the last one." They were like, "You're just gonna stop. This is what put you in front of people in the first place." Blah blah blah. Right. And I was like, "It just it brought me to this." And I worked on comedy for so long. And baseball, dude. I used to be like a junior Olympic baseball player when I was younger. Yeah. I don't do any of that anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At all. And I yeah. quit that for music, and then I quit that for comedy. Yeah. It brings you, just do what you're good at, and it'll bring you places. Yes, It'll exactly. show you the world. Exactly. But also, <laughs> I think you're... <laughs> Your assignment from us, from Mike and I, is Is to see the world. To see the world. (laughs) No, your assignment. Well, your assignment from me. And if Mike, you want to be involved in this, also, we're a team. We do everything. We give out assignments as a team. Is make one little tiny change in your day. Maybe go to bed a little earlier tonight than you normally do. Please get sleep and drink. Definitely get sleep because I didn't and I'm going to fucking go the fuck home and as soon as this is done and go to sleep and then wake up and do six hours of Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> God bless you, Steve. I'm glad you're you're fighting through it. Thanks, man. Yeah, I got to. I get, and, and again, just me. You're right, Mike, and I appreciate you seeing me saying like, fuck it, I'm going to suck it up. Let's just do this. Let's just record this together um as a as something that i decided to change is something today i decided you know what fuck it i'm gonna go do this it's something i love doing with mike we're gonna have fun doing it there's gonna be some good bits we have an audience that loves it they're gonna love the episode probably at least some of them some of them will and then we're gonna be fine and we got it over with and then we got the whole rest of the day to do what we got to do yeah um so anyway this has been (laughs) Me, 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 me. me.
have me, 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 an me. example for a candy addiction. You can use me as an example for a candy addiction. You can Me, 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 me. Don't give him the stick. Give him the stick. <laughs> Somebody asked me if I we still had an audible code. I was like, dude, that was five fucking years ago. <laughs> All right, guys. Today's sponsor on Dynamic Banter is Robin Hood. This is the first time we're doing Robin Hood, right? Please tell me what it is. Have you done Robin Hood? I don't know what this is. Okay. Let me tell you what it is. Don't give him the stick. Robin Hood. We do Robin Hood on dynamic band or on uh the the <laughs> Jesus don't Christ. Give him the stick. We do it on the Valley Cast. Give him the stick. Um Robin Hood is check this out. It's an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission free. So you want to get in on that Bitcoin, maybe, or you want to get in on that Litecoin, or you just want to invest in stuff. You know, investing is like a scary thing because you're like, I don't know. I don't have the money for it. And it's I, I, you just never know what's going to work. And I don't fully understand investing. Yeah. Well, Robinhood makes it easier for you. He gives to the rich and he takes from the poor. And, and it's as simple as that. And they, <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> There's not even a Don't code or anything. <laughs> yeah, you're just explaining you. what Robin Hood is. <laughs> and he's a fox. Here's what Robin Hood does. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. And it's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. It's simple and intuitive. There's a clear design with data presented in an easy-to-digest way. Robin Hood. It's, it's, I don't know. It's really, you kind of just have to see it. I could explain more of this to you, mm -hmm. but you really should just check it out. It's, again, if you're scared of investing in things or if you think you're like, I don't have enough money for this, just check it out. Just, just read something about it. Robinhood definitely helps ease you into it. It's very not intimidating. It's very non-intimidating yeah. stuff. And it's nice. And then you forget about it and then one day you have a couple extra thousand dollars. Um, And here's the thing. Give him the stick. There's no commission fees for basically other brokerages. They charge up to like $10 for every trade. Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees. Trade. You can trade stocks and keep every bit of your profit. And it's easy to use, easy to understand. There's charts and market data, and I know this sounds kind of overwhelming. Just look at it. You can place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone, and then just watch your money grow, essentially. Um, 
Robinhood's web platform also lets you view stock collections, like the 100 most popular entertainment, social media categories like female CEOs, and analyst ratings of buy, hold, sell for every stock. And you can learn how to invest as you build your own personal portfolio. You can discover new stocks, track favorite companies with personalized news feeds. So if you're like, man, I want to see what X company is doing. I like to buy products from this company. Let me see how they're doing and let me see if maybe I can get in on their stocks. It's really simple stuff, guys. Trust me. Custom notifications for price movements so you can never miss the right moment to invest. And so here's the deal, guys. Robinhood is going to give our listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. That's right. Free stock. Do they have medical marijuana companies? Maybe. Yeah, I don't see why not. I'm sure they do. You can sign up at Robinhood.com. I'm sorry, banter.robinhood.com. That's right, banter.robinhood.com. Check it out. Give him the stick. Don't give him the stick. Give him the stick. Just check it out. Banter.robinhood.com. Don't give him the stick. Banter.robinhood.com. Banter. Banter. Get your free stock. Yeah. All right. So you want free a free share from Apple, Ford, or Sprint? Check it out. Just go to banter.com. I'm sorry, banter.com. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Go to banter.com. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> go to banter.robinhood.com. Anyway, thank you, Robinhood. I appreciate thank that. Thank you, Robinhood. Give him the stick. Don't give him the stick. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> we have any more so, history robes? Uh, yeah, let's do a history robe. Then we'll get you to sleep. Let's put on a history robe. Why don't why you find in one? Why don't any to- uh, any hotel rooms have soft towels? Why do hotel towels always feel like cardboard construction paper? <laughs> you know what I'm talking because about? Because they are they are cummed on, uh-huh. washed, dried, cummed on, washed, dried. Over and over and over and over, and again. then you put them in your eyes after you get out of the shower or the peel. Yeah, it's just no one cares about the softness. Like no one at the hotel cares. I imagine everything that's washed at every hotel is washed with a box that just says detergent on it, and there's no other information on the box. <laughs> and it's right. not like any kind of name brand. It just says detergent, and they <laughs> dump a box into a giant washing machine. <coughs> Give him the stick. Don't do if you have time. Oh my god, I'll win! To remember, give him the stick. Anything else? Teresa Schreiber <laughs> sent us an email saying, History Road, how to successfully pee in a garbage can and freak your brothers out. Oh, nice. Finally, this, this is one. good. I like this. 
Teresa says, hi, Mike and Steve. My name is Teresa. I'm a, I am 21 horn honk baby girl from <laughs> Okotox, Okotox, Alberta, Canada. Okotox? How the fuck do you say that? Give him the stick. Don't give him the stick. Okotox, Okotox, local, tr- uh, here we go. Wikipedia will tell me how to pronounce it. <laughs> no, it don't. It don't tell me. How do you say this? Someone tell me how the fuck to say Okotox. Okotox? <laughs> Someone will say it. Someone email us and tell us how to fucking pronounce that. Siri, say Okotox. That may be beyond my abilities at the moment. Yeah, it's a tough word. Yeah. <clears throat> Okotox. I am an avid listener of Dynamic Banter and enjoy both Mike in the Morning and the Valley Folk. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I have here the story of how success, how I successfully peed in a garbage can at the tender age of six. Ooh. Wow. I still remember the cold. I couldn't even pee in a toilet. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I was still peeing my pant. I still remember the cold winter's night like it was yesterday. All my eight older brothers and sisters. Jesus Christ, eight? Brothers and sisters? Fucking Annie. God damn. Hard Knocks Life over there. (laughs) They were home for the merry ho-ho holidays. My childhood bedroom was on the top floor of that three-story house. That means two full flights of stairs. Humble brag. That's a two-flight girl boy. I was asleep and all my siblings were downstairs on the bottom floor of the house talking around the fireplace. And my parents were in the upstairs living room catching a break from the ruckus of their children. Jesus Christ, I can only imagine. Constant Those ruckus. fucking parents with eight kids? Yeah. Holy shit. Your parents had a lot of sex. My parents were happy. One really good sex. They had at least eight <laughs> sex. <laughs> uh, so your chart here says that you have had, had, had at least eight sex. Is that, can you confirm or deny? Can you confirm? <laughs> My parents were happily visiting, drinking their tea and spilling the tea when their beautiful six-year-old <laughs> BB girl, Teresa, walked eyes wide open down the two flights of stairs. Oh, uh, normally this wouldn't be <laughs> normally this wouldn't be a strange occurrence. But the fact is, I was in a deep slumber. Open eyes. <laughs> That's terrifying. My parents did not know at the time that I was uh, sleepwalking, and they just assumed I was heading downstairs to be a part of the rockets. Well, if she was really sleeping, she would be close all. <laughs> However, things took a weird turn when I walked clear past my siblings in the downstairs family room and into the furthest room of the house, the laundry room. <laughs> Once again, my family didn't think much of it. Apparently, they were used to my weird shit and did not think to see what I was doing. I closed the door behind me and walked towards the flip lid garbage can. I stepped (laughs) on the pedal that opens the lid, open lit, pulled down my PJs, and proceeded to sit on the garbage can and pee. (laughs) The next thing I know, my brother... <laughs> yeah, dangling. <laughs> the next thing I know, my brother is yelling at me, asking me what I'm doing. I woke up screaming, peeing, and confused. That's My favorite so Ben Affleck movie. 
Nice. That's Screaming, great. peeing, and confused. It's hilarious, Teresa. The nice. only thing that I remember about that night is a horrendous dream I had about E.T. and waking up screaming. Really? Did e. you really have a fucking frightening man? I don't understand I that people you, that you were scared different... of E.T. E.T. I saw it again as an adult and it's a terrifying movie. Dude, Alana is terrified of E.T. Dude, when they when the weird government guys come in and they separate and they quarantine him and E.T. is screaming and the kid is screaming, that's fucking terrifying. Okay, listen. I understand the film E.T. can get scary for yeah. sure. I'm talking about the fear of the actual alien. He looks terrifying. He looks like a nutsack with a mouth. <laughs> Give him this. <laughs> Come. Anyways, that's my story. Thanks, boys, as always, for the enjoyable time. You and think Logan Paul's life is so great because he could just come everywhere? <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> Logan Paul may need to come, may come everywhere. And that's the thing. He might he might come everywhere. But he may not. And that's also important. <laughs> that is in fact an ET, a clip of ET saying come. <laughs> All right, that's my story. Thanks boys as always for thank the you, enjoyable Teresa. time and thank you for being such gems in this sometimes dark world. Teresa Schreiber. Teresa underscore Schreiber. Teresa Schreiber. Come. All right. Um. Don't give him the stick. Don't give him the stick. Oh my God. All well, right. It's an important message. All right, <laughs> guys. That's it. Mike, you got anything to plug? Yes. Thursday, November first. I'm at the Comedy Store in La Jolla. A lot of people asking me when I'm going to come back to San Diego. La Jolla Comedy Store, Thursday, November 4th. Oh, shit. That sounds so good. I might. <laughs> and speaking of coming, why don't you? Monday, November 5th, the Soda Parlor in Nashville, Tennessee. There are like six tickets left for this. So if you're listening to this, it's probably sold out. But try anyway. Wednesday, November 14th, Flapiers, Burbank. I got two shows at Flapiers in Burbank. One at one time and another later that night. <laughs> and then the next Friends and Friends show Tickets aren't available yet But it's going to be the 17th of November And I'd love to have you there It's always fun um, Also I recorded the show called The Tiny Interviews Mike mm. Oh Tiny I Interviews heard about this This is this sounds great With Ian Doki And he edited the first episode Told me he was going to send it to me yesterday Didn't Real excited to see it And I'm going to um, it's going to be a Friday video of mine real soon, but he says it's real funny and I'm excited to see it. Um, yeah, Ian was over here and he was talking to us about it and he's like, it's so funny. I can't wait just for you guys to see it. Ian's a good boy. He's a great boy. Um, I have um, a quick plug for you. <laughs> <laughs> the Rocky Horror Hipster Show, which you've already missed the Thursday uh, showing unless you came and that'd be great. Thank you. Um, but there's a showing tonight, a performance tonight, um, at, uh, doors open at 9 p.m., show starts at 10, and, uh, it's at a place called Three Clubs. I think I've said Three Doors before. No, you say Three Clubs. Okay, it's Three Clubs, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I play, uh, I play Eddie and Dr. Scott in that, and, uh, you're gonna wanna see it. It's a lot of fun. Very sexy, very hot. You're gonna wanna bang after you watch this one. <laughs> <laughs> So please come to the show, and you just might 
after the <laughs> show. <laughs> so, guys, thank you for coming if you came. Oh, please subscribe to the Dynamic Banter YouTube oh, channel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. spent a lot of money to get the videos made, and no one sees them. Yeah, so, <clears> but this is gonna. This is a good thing, that we now have a, a dedicated channel for everything, and we want to feature your guys' stuff, too. So, um... Send that to us. Yeah, dynamic a lot of banter. Good, uh, dynamic banter, animated stuff coming out from two or three different people. Mm-hmm. That's going to be real exciting. We're uploading Cloverfields episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To that, which people are excited about. Um, yeah, I think the first one's up there already. First right? Cloverfields is up. It's called Story So Far. Ooh, I'm going <laughs> to. So, guys, uh, make sure you subscribe to that channel. And if you want um, to show us some of the things you've made for Dynamic Banter that you think would uh, you would like to for us to feature on the Dynamic Banter YouTube channel and give you a shout out and whatever the fuck else you want in that description, send that to dynamicbanter at gmail.com. We'll check it out and maybe we'll put it up on the channel and everyone will. Um. So guys, <laughs> thank you so much. For Thanks for here. joining us today in the stable. Eat oats. <laughs> guys, I hope you, uh, yeah, I hope you have a good good rest of your day, weekend, night, whatever the fuck you're doing. And thank you for listening to the show. Mike, anything else you want to say? No, I'm very happy. I'm glad we had that conversation today. Me too, man. And it could have very easily been a negative conversation, but it's not a negative yeah, conversation. Yeah, that, and, and that's another thing too. If you feel <laughs> like you go into the negative zone, just uh, it's so much easier to just be positive and find the positives. Come to the other side of it. <laughs> to conclusion. <laughs> to the show. To stand Nashville. <laughs> How do you even stop anything that quickly on the internet? Buffering. <laughs> it's Steve's text tone. He's blown up right now. That was a HeadGum Podcast.